you have any fantasy football team this weekend? And how did they get on? To be really good at you need to just take people in, draw people out, and then make sure you're doing these boosts here and there. And I'm like, Got myself in my own fantasy team. Got myself in my own fantasy team. Got myself in my own fantasy team. There's too much tinkering around for me. Straighten the phone and check who the captain was, what points to go, and where they come in the fantasy league. So I don't play it. I, I live in the real world, not the fantasy world. Hello and welcome to Game Week 28 of the Premium Player FPL podcast. Um, I'm sure many of you would have played a free hit last week to uh, various outcomes, mainly if you had Burnley, the triple Burnley, probably a negative one. Um, but I think it all came down to the captaincy, didn't it? Um, if you had Kane, Son, laughing. But yeah, Veghorst, as you can see by the title, um, wasn't great for me or you, was it, Mindy? Um, but yeah, looking ahead to game week 28, we've got an exciting uh, chip being played by Mindy. Um most powerful chip in the game, so we'll get into that as a as a standalone clip. But yeah, should be it should be a good podcast. Yeah, Burnley was very unfortunate. I noticed uh, the FPL Twitter account just said uh, classic double game week trap, which I thought was a bit harsh. Seeing as they all did well in the double before that, we just we all went in on them for the wrong double. Uh, so yeah, a bit um, a bit trolley from. The official FPL people, but you know, whatever gets them those likes. Uh, speaking of which, like, please like and subscribe. Uh, you know, if you uh, if you want Callum to keep struggling with his FPL season, if you like the stream, that helps with that. And uh, if you want that good FPL karma, generally, I think it's scientifically proven. Liking the stream, it's just our stream helps. There you go. It says, it uh, says a lot for you when I'm having a bad season. I'm closing in still. Uh, and yeah Twitter and Instagram premium underscore FPL you know solid solid FPL memes and general good FPL banter etc come follow us um, we're recording after the FA Cup game between Chelsea and Luton and yesterday which meant that Chelsea now have a, a double this week so we can talk about that but we're recording before Everton Boreham Hood Wood play Thursday night, so anything that happens tonight, bear that in mind. But yeah, uh, admin wise, I think that that covers us off. Cool. Uh, as always, this stops working as we go into it. But yeah, so we're going to talk about obviously the game week that was free hit for me and Mindy. It wasn't too successful. Got off to a good start, obviously with Spurs, but then yeah, nothing else came to it. Um, a team that's centering our thinking now, Chelsea assets. So they've been bottom of the fixture ticker for a while due to Club World Cup and difficult fixtures. But now the doubles are coming thick and fast, um, and the fixtures now to the end of the season are brilliant. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that pans out. Um, I'll run through my chip plan briefly, um, but we're gonna. The main topic is is Mindy's wild card, which obviously I played in twenty six. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see how that differs to mine and see what similarities are in there because obviously he's going to be scared for me coming up behind him now um, and then we'll talk about the premium planning as we always do sweet um, so I'll talk about my team first uh, 61 points in the free hit uh, Pope 5 dub- with a double 
actually deliberated captaining him, which probably would have been better than their course, but even still, the Burnley boys, shocking. Cancelo, nine, free bonus, standard. Um, me, obviously, blank, got injured as well. So if Burnley had kept a clean sheet, he wouldn't have got the clean sheet points, which would have been terrible. Uh, Walker Peters, nine, but he's now injured. He's in my free hit, thankfully, so he won't be in the team next week. Um, and then midfield, Fernandez. Unlucky against Watford not to get points. Uh, him and Ronaldo both went close, didn't they? Uh, Son, nine. Mares came on. Blocked my massive eight points of Amati first bench, which is uh, a bit annoying. But yeah, Pep Roulette strikes again. And I actually said on the last podcast he'll definitely play. So yeah, that's 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 come well. Sterling free. Where, where do you work? Where do you work again? Man United. <laughs> uh, their course captain. Three points from the captain in a double. Fantastic. Kane, 11. Brilliant against Leeds. Spurs. Lost again midweek, though. FA Cup. Bizarre team at the moment. Uh, and then Broha, two against Norwich. Che Adams obviously got the goal there. So, yeah, not much, too much to write home about in the free hit. Obviously, everyone's got Cancelo. Walker-Peters was nice. The Kane and Son double up was probably a bit of a differential. But other than that, blanks everywhere. Yeah, what about your rank? I think it's a small rank rise from was it two eighty last week to two sixty now. So yeah, getting up there. Cool. Hopefully, um, hopefully with the chips played in the next couple of weeks, might get near hundred k. We'll see. We'll see. So yeah, onto my team. So uh, Forst, I went for Forster over Pope. Uh, the reason I did that is because I wanted to go for. Tarkovsky and me, just because I thought with the two fixtures there was a high chance of attacking returns from set pieces for the Burnley players. Tarkovsky came close to getting onto the end of things a couple of times, but never, never really like happening. So probably misjudged that one. Um, yeah, we've been better off going for KWP like you did and having Pope in net. Uh, Cancelo, same as you. Fernandez, I mean, you touched on it before, but the amount of chances he missed in that game, like even just within the penalty area, oh, it was unbelievable. It r- reminded me of me at Freshers Week at uni, just opportunities everywhere and just spectacularly fucking up everything. It was, it was, it was, <laughs> I never thought I'd hear that. Like, the, 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 I mean, generally United over the past few weeks have just been missing lots of chances, but this game just took it to a new level. It was insane. Um yeah, it should have been like four 0 in the first half, and I think Fernandez was more to blame than Ronaldo, to be honest. Um, so yeah, I think everybody will be getting rid of Fernandez and Ronaldo now with the United fixtures. And then the, the three midfielders: Son, Sterling, Mares, same as you, uh, Veghorst and Brozier. Uh, yeah, both blanked. It's annoying that Jay Adams seems to be outperforming Brower, but it's just hard to afford. Trey Adams and just generally for team structure, um, Borough seemed seemed better. Um, Kane, like it's like we said a couple of weeks ago, wasn't it? Well, I said, and you were disagreeing with me, but Tottenham they can rip through the teams that come to attack, and then teams that can defend and sit in, <laughs> they lose. Uh, so I think that's a trend really to take notice of now because it's continuing, uh, as we saw mm. against the organised. Chris Wilder, Middlesbrough side. Um, so yeah, it's interesting. We're like, how, how do you think the game against Everton will go? Because 
you'd think Lampard Lampard teams yeah. usually leave a bit of space, so I'm thinking that might yeah, be one to win. This, they set up quite well against City, didn't they? Whether they can play yeah. the same way. But yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah, uh, yeah. so Mares for me again, this, that was, you've touched on it, but disappointment there. I was, wasn't expecting Everton to put in such a resolute, organised performance and uh, sort of con- got lucky with control points, really. It should have been a penalty. If City didn't pay the refs, that would have been handball, VAR, and clean sheet gone for City, probably. So, just very strange decision on that one. I'm not sure I get, I'm not sure I understood it whatsoever, but it's a close one, it could have gone either way. Close one, All right? Um, yeah, my rank, um, a little bit of a green arrow, but on the I've gone from 120 to like 107k, yeah, still stuck around 100k, just can't move, just can't move from there. It's like being stuck in quicksand. Hopefully, the wild card will pay dividends and you'll rise up the ranks this week. Um, before we touch on anything else, obviously, this is the, the FA Cup that's just happened midweek. So, this is game week 30. For those not aware already, we have a big blank in 30. It was looking like at one point Chelsea might, might, Chelsea might be playing 30, but yeah, they went through. So, the game's confirmed so far Tottenham v West Ham, Leicester v Brentford. Wolves v Leeds, Villa v Arsenal, and obviously if Everton beat Bournemouth, then they would blank. Um, so if they do, if they do, they are beaten in that game. Then Watford v Everton would also be a game, but very much looking like that will be a blank too. So yeah, four games in in game week thirty, which is going to be very interesting. So yeah, so Ben Krellin, the uh, the fixture guru, he's put here a ninety-two percent chance that Everton. He's obviously not been watching Everton, has he? <laughs> well, it's a statistical model, isn't it? So, so yeah. So if Everton win tonight, does that mean that game's off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, l- looking at this now, then the four fixtures that are confirmed, given what's just happened with Vardy coming back for Leicester and. Madison scoring off the bench and assisting. Uh, did he? I think it'll go and an assist. The the Leicester attackers look like the best ones to go for maybe in that week. Mm, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'd I'd agree with that. Um, uh, yeah, Tottenham. You don't know what team's going to turn up, do you? West Ham. Are they going to be expensive? Yeah, I can or... see. I can see Tottenham struggling against West Ham, given what we just spoke about before. Um. Yeah, and then yeah, Arsenal but... attackers, no one really stands out to the Saka, potentially. Um, Arsenal but... defenders would look good, I think, that week, given... Yeah, Villa bit, a bit of a Villa. roadblock, aren't they? Yeah, and Wolves-Leeds, tricky one to call, given that now Leeds have a new manager. Not really sure how that's going to play out. So, yeah, I think um, going into the, the free-hit week, I think most people will be using their transfers on Leicester players. Yeah, yeah, I don't think I don't think those games there are worthy of a free hit when you look at the doubles to come and the back end of the season. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see. Uh, how if, people... you've got, if you've got still got two free hits, it's probably yeah, worth true. Using one. Probably worth yeah. using one that week. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I guess. I'm, I'm if you've got like eight, nine players without any transfers, then yeah, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, but yeah, yeah, any, I think, I think if you've got six or less. if you can get to like seven or eight players, we're just 
transfers and a hit or two, I think that's fine for that week, given those fixtures. Definitely. This graph is something that you sent, isn't it? Do you want to talk through it? Cool. So, yeah, this is um, from the Black Box uh, podcast. So, uh, I think as put this together, hopefully you don't mind just using it. Go and follow Black Box if you're not sure everyone is, if you're listening to this. Um, so, this chart, essentially, if I've understood it right, maps the best attacking the best chance of players getting attacking returns so it factors in the expected goal involvement of the player and then the expected goals conceded of the team that they're going to be playing in the double and it's the players in this chart are all players that have a double game week this week so just to run through the top five so you've got mount who comes out top Adams afterwards from Southampton, Jacob Ramsey from Villa, Fraser from Newcastle, and then Elianusi from Southampton. So um, I, I, think, can't, I can't believe JLI Jacob Ramsey is on that. Yeah, and he's higher than Coutinho, which is interesting given Coutinho from looking around the the captaincy polls and stuff, and you see on Twitter who people are leaning to. A lot of people are, seem to be looking at Coutinho, and I'm not sure about that. You know, we've been talking about Aston Villa being, I think you and I would say we both got catfished by Aston Villa two or three weeks ago. I definitely Mm. did. And um, I think, I'm not sure I'd want to captain an Aston Villa player. And But, you know, given Jacob Ramsey's third on this chart, I think I'd go for Jacob Ramsey over Coutinho as well if I was picking one midfielder, given the price difference. Uh, who else is interested on it? So I guess the reason Mount comes out way on top is Chelsea's, the expected goals conceded of the teams that Chelsea have in this double is high. So there's a high yeah, chance. Norwich, yeah. the, the only issue is expected minutes, isn't it? You know, I've I've had Mount earlier in the season and games where you think he's going to play, he doesn't, he comes off the bench and he's played a lot of minutes recently. So is he now going to maybe rotate out? I'm just not sure. So if I was sure Mount was going to play these two, he'd be he'd be a lock, but I'm just not sure. And then you've got, well, as we'll talk about later, the great defensive options from Chelsea. So he's a good option still if you fancy him for the minutes. It's just you've got to factor in the rotation risk, especially with people like Havertz playing, playing well now and can't see Lukaku just missing out forever. Uh, who who else jumps out to you on this? Uh, on this Interesting chart? one. See Dan James sixth. Obviously, Leeds have got good fixtures. Uh, I think it's Southampton and Leicester in the double. But interestingly, he's been playing up front, hasn't he, in Bielsa's last few games? So it's going to be interesting to see how the new manager. Yeah, what's he, what who's going to play up front? Because I know Bamford's obviously injured. Rodrigo, he he hasn't really shown as he up front. He likes to play off the striker, doesn't he? Um, so yeah, it's going to be interesting to see that. I think. I think Chelsea for me though, if you know he's playing ninety minutes, it's Reese James in it. But you just don't. That's another one, isn't it? Expected. Yeah, the thing is, is that so with this chart because it's just for predicting the best players for attacking returns, it doesn't factor in clean sheet point potential. So Reese James would be even higher um, if that was factored in. Um, what would you? What do you think about? The minutes prospects for Reese James, given you know he's just come back from injury, 
I think Tuchel said he played him, had to play him a bit longer than he wanted in the League Cup final. Got, sad, 20, yeah. got 20 minutes last night. I, th- I think if he plays two out of the next three, I'm fine with that, to be honest, given his upside and attacking returns. Um, so, yeah, I'm happy to take the minutes risk personally. Yeah, I don't know, obviously, how fit he is, but I think the fact that he came on last night for 20 minutes, I think that's a positive that he's going to start at the weekend. Um but you don't know he might only be in a position to come on at the moment because obviously he came on Carl Carl mm. Cup. You, yeah, you don't you're just assuming that he's gonna be a fit to start, but yeah, you don't know. Tuchel obviously plays it safe, doesn't he, with it when it comes to injuries. So yeah, so if you were going for a Chelsea defender, you'd go Rudiger. I think so, yeah. Weighing everything up. I do think Reese James is a lot more exciting, but yeah, for now, Rudiger. And I think Rudiger gives you the option of you can add to James as well. Whereas if you go James and he's not playing, do you make the sideways? You go, do you make sideways moves to Rudiger, or, or do you bring in Rudiger? Whereas I think bringing in Rudiger with the fixtures that Chelsea have, you're not going to take him out, are you? So I think that that makes that an easier decision. Yeah, sounds. I agree with that. I think I think it's slightly different for me because I'm on wildcard this week. But yeah, I'll talk through my stuff later. Um, the the other thing, if we stick on that chart for a little bit, I was just going to talk about the Newcastle options because obviously mm-hmm. they've got the double double. Um, I just I was surprised by Fraser being fourth on this. I think a lot of that is is a expected assist potential for him. The only thing I'd say against Fraser though is that the crosses and he's putting in the chances he's creating are for Wood and Joe Linton. So pff, just not. You know, he's creating a lot of chances, but I don't, I don't know if we should really just take that at face value given Wood's not taking it. At face, he's not taken to scoring at Newcastle yet. You, 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 you said Joe Linton. He's, he's the best holding midfielder in the league, mate. What are you on about up front? He's, he's, well, he, he did a score at the weekend, though, didn't he? <laughs> no, but yeah, his transformation under Howe is but you, you, bizarre. You, you, you know what I mean, though, team. right? Like, Fraser's... You've got to factor yeah, in yeah, yeah, great yeah, enough yeah. for Newcastle forwards. Yeah, um, yeah. Just, so I was just uh, playing devil's advocate when it comes to Jolino. He's turned into the best number eight in the Premier League, hasn't he? But I think if you're if you're able to put Newcastle players on your bench for thirty when they blank, Fraser is a is probably the best option looking at the numbers. Uh, Willock's probably got more goal threat. So that's another option, but it just costs a little bit more, which you've got to factor in. Um, I think Fraser just comes out way on top on this chart because of his uh, chance creation numbers. And then Wood is like quite far down. He's number 27 on this list, below people like Dendonka, Walker-Peters, McGinn. So yeah, that sort of factors in what I was saying before about Newcastle strikers not quite... It's not quite worked yet. Uh, I suppose if it is ever going to work for Wood, it's this time is the perfect time, having four fixtures so close together. Uh, are you looking at anyone from Newcastle? I'm actually looking at the, the goalkeeper, Dubravka. Right. Um, only because at the moment I have Saar and Ramsdale. And if I'm playing the bench boost this weekend, obviously Ramsdale doesn't, um, doesn't have two fixtures. And then some people would say, but he has a double next week, but Sarah's a double. 
Uh, Dubravka has a double, sorry, next week. So it makes it easier to kind of do that that switch just because I want a Chelsea defender and that's the only way I can yeah. afford it. But, but yeah, in terms of attacking options, not too tempted by them yet. But I can see, I can see look at this graph, the appeal of Fraser, especially his value. And then, yeah, just, just to wrap up, like, so we've covered him off, seeing as he's such a such a player to watch when he's playing and he's fit. Uh, Alisson Maximin, I'd consider him more if he hadn't been coming back from injury. Like, he's, he's number eight on this list. It's just, I just don't know what his minutes will be and if he'll hold up. Um, so, I'm not, not really willing to take that. I don't really want to take that gamble. I don't want to play in a player that's just coming back from injury and all that on my on my wild card personally. In his defence, there's no uh, there's no ex lively uh, row, is it? Which makes it he would have been, he would have been number one if that was included. Yeah, but uh, I mean, he's he's probably got the most potential to go off of all the Newcastle players. So if you're taking a punt, a great option. Should we move on. Yeah, so before before we obviously go into your big wildcard team, I'm just going to touch on. Uh, I'd like to play two chips over the next couple of weeks, so I just thought I'd talk about it. Obviously, bench boost this week at the moment, and I've got one, two, three, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight doubles. That's likely to be ten. I'm going to do Gabriel to Rudiger and Ramsdale to Dubravka. Um, and potentially Rudiger captain, but not decided on that yet. Um, but yeah, that, that's what I'm thinking this week. Obviously, those that strategy in 26, this was set up, wasn't it, with the bench boost 28 in mind. So that that would leave me leave me with um, Saka, Kane, Salah, Robbo, and Trent as my only single game week players. Which it makes sense to bench boost this week. I think. Did, did you get rid of Cancelo in your wild card? Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, you did. For, yeah, wildcard um, twenty six took out my city players and I'm free hitting them back in and then yeah. We obviously got a derby this week. City've only won once against United at home since two thousand and sixteen. Uh to do some prep for the weekend. So I don't actually expect too many points from the city lads this week. So yeah, not too worried. So is this confirmed then, Ben Truth? Are you definitely playing it? Definitely playing it, yeah. The transfer is about eighty percent, but I do think I do think not having a Chelsea defender. I know they blank in 30 now, but Burnley against Norwich, you're not going to get better fixtures than that, are you? Yeah, who, so you might, who, who was it you said would go? Uh, Gabe, Gabriel, Ram Ramsdale to Dubravka and Rudiger. Uh, if I could, I'd just do it. That's for minus that for four. Minus no. four, right. If I could, I'd just do Gabriel to a Chelsea defender, but I can't afford it. So, yeah, that's the reason why. You, you, you love a minus four as well. So, it's that. Better continue the theme of the season. I could do Robbo to a Chelsea, but obviously Liverpool doubled, don't they, 29? So, pretty reluctant to do that. Well, I mean, if you've got other transfers, I don't know what your other plans are, but you could do... The flip-flop. Rob- yeah. But yeah, it's obviously two transfers you're locking up there, which isn't great FPL. Yeah, and I do want Rudiger long term as well. I think yeah, for right. that. Right. Um, is what is is one of the other ones just before we leave your team. What if you did Robertson to Rudiger, and then one of the other def- would that work? Taking then like Luca Dean to to get Robertson back, would that work? 
potentially. Like a, a bit of a daisy chain move. Or even size. I'd probably be more likely to take size out than. Yeah, something to think about. Uh, there's more than one way to play it. Uh, um, just looking at it now, it does. It, it has fallen well for people who wildcarded in 26. This bench boost, having the Arsenal players there, like yeah. I, I was thinking before when I was looking at all these bench boost teams, if I had wildcarded, it would have been a, at the same time. I probably would have been quite happy with this, just because I already had Salah. Didn't didn't need to wildcard. Yeah, the, the the only spanner was obviously Chelsea doubling, mm. which we didn't know about till 20 they announced that didn't they after the the deadline so that obviously we found that out in 27 so that's the only thing that's changed i reckon if chelsea didn't double in this in this game week then it would look even better because people who wildcard this week would would be pretty much wildcard the same team but yeah i think chelsea's chelsea assets have thrown it up in the air a little bit sounds yeah so is that everything for your team yeah let's let's get into talking about Wildcard draft. Wonderful wildcard draft. Yeah, so just uh for people joining now, uh please, you know, like like the the stream, give us a follow if you've uh, not come across us before, uh at premium underscore FPL on Twitter, same on Instagram. And uh, you know, liking the stream just helps out a lot and subscribing, you'll see more of us in future. Uh so yeah, this is my first draft. I just want to say there's a high expected column on this draft. So if it looks completely different come come deadline, don't be surprised. It's my first first draft. So what what, what would be the, the term for expected cut X, XC? Yeah. But it's, it sounds quite close to expected goals conceded. Maybe we'll have to work on that one. Well, you pick pretty much the same team anyway. So, <laughs> so yeah, I, as you've said about Chelsea. I've wanted to get two Chelsea defenders in straight away just to make sure that my team is different to the people who wildcarded in 26. So Rudiger was straight in for all the reasons we mentioned earlier. He's the most secure defender, seems to play just constantly in the Premier League. One, probably one of the first names on the team sheet for, for Chelsea. And then I've just decided that people are going to get Reese James eventually once he's fully fit. So I'm happy to take the minutes risk and just get that now locked in on wildcard. And if he plays two or out of the next three, I'm be more than happy with that, given the fixtures. Uh, Trent, happy to keep Trent, even though it's a single game this week with the double coming up. Originally, I had Carl Walker-Peters, but the hamstring doubt he's got after last night was uh, meant I've just gone back to the Bermento who I already had. And the fifth defender is Tierney, who I'm benching. And that's with the view for Arsenal's double next week and then Arsenal have a fixture in 30. Um, oh, I forgot to touch on the keepers. So keeper is Star. I just think that the fixtures Wolves have this week in their double high clean sheet prospects. And he does well on save points and bonus when, when Wolves keep a clean sheet. So... I think he's probably the best keeper to have this week. Um, I did consider Dubravka, but yeah, I just I just slightly prefer slightly prefer Saar. Uh, I did I, I tried a draft with Mendy as well, but he's just quite expensive for a keeper at six point one. 
All right, to get into the, the midfield, so I've kept Salah, obviously. Gone for Ramsey, as we touched on before. His stats are higher than Coutinho. He's a great price to keep on your bench in the weeks you don't want to play him. And he plays in 30, so he's he's definitely, definitely in. And then Rafinha is... I'm not really sure about Rafinha, but he's still the, the main talisman at Leeds. The reason I'm not sure is the new manager and what's just happened with the, the overhaul there. But he's got a double this week and he plays in 30, which is why he's here. And then my other two midfielders who are on my bench for game week 28 are Saka and Kulusevski. So Saka's in for the same reason as Tierney, the fact that they've got a double come in and they play in 30. And then Tottenham losing in the FA Cup has meant I've wanted to get in two Tottenham players because then they play in 30 and... I couldn't afford so I couldn't having Son and Kane just was a bit unworkable, and I think that what we've seen of Kulusevski means he's first choice over Lucas Moura, mm. but potentially potentially a risk there. But they've got a, double as well, aren't they? Twenty nine. Yeah, yeah. So the fact, so yeah, this they've got a single game with this week, so I'm benching him this week, and then I'll play him in the double in twenty nine, and I'll play him for the blank in thirty now that they're out of the uh, FA Cup, and then the forward line is Kane just a similar reason to what I've just said about Kulusevski with the fixtures that Tottenham have and the way it's fallen for them having a fixture in 30 now Broer Brozier cheapest um, cheap forward can't afford to fit in Adams and I just think that he's still looking okay Brozier I know that things seem to be falling to Chair Adams at the moment but it, that that could easily change, I think. So I'm happy to make the cost save in there, especially as I'm going to be benching him some weeks. And then Watkins, I'm not sure about. That's my third striker. The reason I've gone for Watkins over, say, Jimenez is because price difference. I think the fixtures that they have in this double, Southampton and Leeds, are better for goals. And yeah, that's about it, actually. Those 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 very reasons. Um, so yeah, that's that's the that's the wildcard draft. Um I think there's like zero point eight in the bank. Um and my plan would be to not make a transfer next week and then have two transfers in game week thirty for bringing in Leicester boys, as we mentioned before. So yeah, b- before we go on to what my team will look like in twenty nine and thirty, what's your what's your initial thoughts? Well, first of all, it looks like a good bench boost team this week, isn't it? Bit gutted about yeah, that's that the main that's the main uh, flaw of wildcard in this week. Can't bench boost. Um, but yeah, that's just that's just what that's just the way it is. Got to take that on the chin. Um, I, I'm planning. Well, as I've already hinted, I'm I'm not going to use a free hit in thirty. So I'm, a lot of the players that are in here, it's because it gives me the option to have players in thirty and run that through. And yeah, I'm going to save the bench boost probably for 36 when the other big double comes. So, so yeah. Yeah, in terms of, obviously, if you didn't get those Chelsea fixtures double, you would have a wild card in pretty much the same team as 26. Yeah. Isn't it? Which we obviously got a bit more data now and Adams has emerged as a better person to target. Bro, have you not thought about being a bit more experimental with the draft? Who who would you uh so who would you like cheap out of to afford 
Adams for, for Borough. He's a bit more, isn't he? He's like a million yeah, or something. Is. I mean, I'm... I'm I guess... I, guess I, think, I think I think Sartre, maybe Sartre de Brevka could do that. Yeah. Yeah, if you did that, then obviously you've got a double keeper, 28, and then you've got Ramsdale, 29, and then obviously you've got Ramsdale that plays in 30, don't you? So, yeah, that could be a way of doing it. That That's pretty much playing devil's advocate because obviously yeah. your team's quite similar to mine, so there's not too many holes in it. Obviously not having Coutinho this week, he's going to be a popular but he's not lit, lit it up as he so I suppose that's the decision that you've made that's against yeah. the grade, you've, you've not got Coutinho. Yeah, just the Aston Villa, as we've said on previous podcasts, they've flattered to deceive some weeks and so I'm not I think if I can get Ramsey, who's outperforming him stats-wise, I'd rather just have that and I've got Watkins as well so I'd rather have Ramsey and Watkins, who are both cheaper. And the things I, I think, just like about this are the well, fact I don't have a third Liverpool player. I'd like to have Robertson, yeah. but having Robertson means I'm struggling for players in game week 30. So I just couldn't make a draft work for game week 30. I think, I think wildcard in this week, you've, you've got to go to Chelsea, aren't you, at the back? Yeah. That, that's, your main dif- that's the main thing that you get ahead of people who've already wildcarded. And yeah, uh, not having Cancelo concerns me. But as you've said, like play United this week, then it's Crystal Palace, then it's a blank. Um, the other consider the other thing I'm I'm losing is Bowen. But the fixtures Bowen, aren't great, are they? The fixtures aren't great. They do have a fixture in thirty now, uh, given the result last night. The only I just think that Bowen might now be a little bit of a miniaturist because the Europa League's starting up. They've got a tough tie with Sevilla. So I do think there might be a little bit more rotation at West Ham coming up. But yeah, I'm fairly fairly happy with this. I mean, obviously press conferences and stuff and any news on Rich James from Tuchel might change things. Um, So yeah, we're just, for podcast listeners, we've gone on to what my team would look like in 29 now. So with that team that I've just read out of Game of 28, nothing would change transfer-wise, hopefully. And uh, Ramsey, Livermento, Seven doubles, Watkins yeah. would move to the bench. And then uh, Kulisevsky, Saka and Tierney come into the team. And yeah, that gives me seven doublers in Game of 29, as you say. So yeah, the plan would be to roll a transfer in this week. And then Game of 30, have two transfers. To... Interesting one around uh, Livermento, obviously with Kyle Walker Peters now being injured. Can him or Peru play um, left back? That's not that's, that's interesting. Are they are they still battling for right back position? I think Peru plays left back anyway, right? So it'd be Peru on the left and Livermento on the right. If Kyle Walker Peters is injured. Oh, I thought they were battling for right. Right, okay, yeah. Sure, uh, I think it, it gets confusing because Kyle Walker Peters has been playing on both sides. So right, okay, right, yeah. That's why right. that's why he's kind of like he was the ideal one because that versatility of him being able to play left back or right back made him the best option of the three. Right. Um, so yeah, if you, if you want to move along to, um, can tell I've watched third. a lot of Southampton this week, this year. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, that's why people listen to me more. I think. <laughs> um, so. Game week 30, how many players have I got with this draft? I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, 
eight players and gave up 30. Um, so this is where avoiding Newcastle players and not having three Liverpool helps me get a decent team out in game week 30. And then I'd have two transfers. So I would bring in Madison or Vardy, um, something like that. Because Leicester, Leicester, the reason Leicester are great is they play Brentford, which we talked about before, is the best fixture in the blank week. And then they've got lots of fixtures to catch up on as well. So mm-hmm. it'd be a smart investment moving to Leicester players, just not just not the defenders. I think obviously Saar being on the bench here, like that's probably an argument to maybe do Dubravka instead, just because you're kind of getting an extra fixture out your keeper then, aren't you? Because they're going to have another game that Wolves won't yeah. have, if you get what I mean. You're kind of wasting a fixture there, potentially. If that makes sense. I wouldn't play Dubravka in 29, though. I'd play Ramsdale. So I'm getting two fixtures from Saar in 28, two from Ramsdale in 29, and then... It's the, yeah. it's the more than... Well, what I'm saying is Newcastle would have another game because they've this game's been postponed. Like Newcastle will have a double oh, after this, okay. they? they're running, yeah. Oh, you, you mean another double in the running, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, yeah, because yeah. obviously don't play here. That, yeah, that's my only you, you you get an extra fixture there out of the keeper. Do, do I, don't, think, I don't know why I'm helping you. Do you think um, who do you think is going to have more chance of clean sheets though in this double between you? Yes, sir. Yes, probably. Yeah, it doesn't. I'm trying to think who else doesn't play in thirty. Who yeah doubles in the in in the upcoming games. Yeah, it's just something to think about. I think yeah. you can get an extra it's, game out game out of your keeper. I think I'll cons- if if I do need that million that that gives me, I'll probably consider that. Um, but I just given that Newcastle's fixtures are Brighton and Southampton, like Southampton are in great scoring form. Brighton aren't in good form, but it's an away fixture against Brighton. Actually, Brighton are awful at home. Their fans seem to curse them every week. So yeah, this potential for clean sheet against Brighton. Yeah, it doesn't have to I be just- in though. It could be Forster, couldn't it? Yeah, potentially. Yeah, something yeah. to think about there. Um, so yeah, the the flaws with this draft I've got are the not having three Liverpool and yeah, having to lose some of the popular template picks like Bowen and Cancelo. But given I'm wild carded in and given where my rank is and I'm trying to make some gains, probably time to make some of these to make some of these decisions. Hope like Kulusevski and some of the lower own players can help me out. Yeah. yeah. You obviously touched on, touched on Liverpool there. When wildcard in 26, it was very much a toss-up, wasn't it, between who's the best option, Robbo or Yota? And now, obviously, Yota played last night, so he's not going to play the weekend. You'd think, now Diaz will play. Um, so, yeah, Robbo, for those who do want three Liverpool, I, I think Robbo's moved ahead of Yota now. Yeah, cheaper cheaper as well um the options there yeah Mane Mane's back on back on song Diaz has come in and look great I think Firmino's back soon so yeah Jota's still got potential but he could score mm-hmm. He's, he doesn't need he doesn't need to start to score true but yeah Robertson Robertson edges it I agree um so before we finish we'll obviously talk about the fixtures coming up premium planning captaincy all that as you can see, Wolves 
top of the fixture ticker. Chelsea now rising from the ashes, weren't they? They were 20th for weeks, obviously, with the blank fixtures. Now, United fixtures really stiffen up, really. Um, obviously, Palace, United, Burnley, even City at the bottom there. Obviously, the blanks taken into account now in 30 and the lack of double for those teams. But interesting, Wolves continue to be at the top. Leeds, a new manager. Arsenal, Tottenham, Chelsea. These are all teams that you've targeted, haven't they, in your wildcard? Yeah. So, before we get into like the future stuff, we should probably uh, box off who we're captured in this week. For me, at the moment, the front runner is Rudiger. Yeah, just because, so actually, just because those wild card and I like to have two Chelsea defenders, and that'll be my way of kind of. If Chelsea keep a clean sheet, then I'm going to get the two clean sheets. Oh so, yeah. Well, if you're captain in, that you're going to get three clean sheets. But yeah. it's um, how close is Salah? Are you thinking? I know he's a single game week player, but we've just seen in the double just gone like Kane and. Son both outperformed a lot of the, the doublers in a single. Yeah. I can see it West Ham game being tight though, can't you? As well as Chelsea, as good as Liverpool have looked. West Ham haven't been blown away this season, have they, by a team? I'm trying to think if anyone has. They all the games are always tight against the top opposition. Uh, yeah, I think it's between it's between Rude and Salah for me. The Che, che Adams is actually, given Southampton's fixtures, if I could afford Che Adams and I was punting, he'd maybe be the, the one I'd look at. Um, a few people gone Coutinho yeah. and Rafinha, haven't they? Which just dangerous four points for me. Yeah, Coutinho, like we mentioned before, his stats aren't amazing. And Aston Villa, it's hard to know which one, which team's going to turn up. Uh, so I, I feel that's. Yeah, I'm not, not, I'm not convinced by Villa. Rafinha, I'd be more interested in if the manager change hadn't just happened. Uh, I'm just not really sure how that's going to play out. Is it going to be a new manager bounce or is he going to struggle? I'm not sure. They're such a funny team, Leeds. So I'm happy to have Rafinha, but I wouldn't want to captain him. And Jimenez is a potential option as well. Any Palace and Watford, obviously said a bit tight, but Watford got spanked, didn't they? Against, obviously, they kept it tight against United, but the game before... You got hammered. Their attacking, you attacking stats as a team are so bad, though. Wolves. Yeah, yeah. I think what goes in his favour is that he's just had a, a rest and then they lost against West Ham and he didn't play. So he's pretty much going to come back in and be first choice, which I, I wouldn't be concerned about his minutes if you're, if you're worried about him sort of being a rotation risk. The fact that they lost when he didn't play helps him. Uh, just he's got a low ceiling generally and Wolves just don't look great going going forwards. So, so yeah. That's what pretty much not... that. And is it Chelsea defender or Salah then? Yeah, I think so. I'm, I'm, I'm certain rude. And then, obviously, 29 is another double. Spurs have got United and Brighton, but they're probably... Although, I forgot missing the mighty Liverpool. That's quite yeah, straightforward. I mean... <laughs> Salah, Brighton, Arsenal. You, you were saying you're going to triple captain that week, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Nice. I only touched on that, and I not. I just think, yeah, Brighton and Arsenal. Obviously, Brighton games decent in it. Arsenal, but I don't think are Liverpool going to double again. Maybe potentially once more. Now they've blanked in thirty. But you think he, he's going to play both home games, don't you? Yeah, and 
thought he was going to get injured still, or something. Yeah, they look good. The, come later in the season, the title might be done. Like he's very likely to be on it, and Liverpool are very much still trying to win every Premier League game and at the moment. So I do think it's the if you've still got a triple captain, I do think that's the best time to use it on Salah. Hopefully he'll catch up some points that are lost out on in the week. And then just to wrap up, 30, who would you captain in 30? Probably Harry Kane, if he's playing the same as what he is. The only other alternative would be Vardy for those going for him against Brentford. Yeah, if, if I get to a Leicester player, I'd probably go for a Leicester player that week. So, yeah. It's Spurs is... What, what fixture of Spurs by 30 again? West Ham. West Ham. Yeah, I think if I got a Leicester player, I'd go for a Leicester player over Kane that week. Just given what we've said about Tottenham having a good game against teams that can't defend and then an awful game against teams that can. Uh, I can see West Ham maybe nicking that one if that trend continues. Uh, I think that, that covers us off, doesn't it? Yeah. We've done well to keep it under under 45 yeah, minutes. Game, we've gone, yeah. through, gone through a wildcard draft and all the uh, fixture permutations, etc. Hopefully it's uh, helped some some people out um i guess it's when is the deadline this week actually we didn't we didn't mention that is it saturday it's saturday, so, yeah. deadline, saturday 11 yeah. yeah so not much chance of people missing the deadline this week but yeah hope it hope it goes well for everyone this week um as ever if you're playing chips and stuff don't forget to actually hit confirm and activate or whatever send some horror stories over the past couple of weeks people making minus 40 hits and stuff because they've got to actually activate. So yeah, don't forget to do that. Don't be a numpty. Um, see you. See you next week. See you then.